0: South East Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Good morning, Alan. Good morning to You've, your listeners. You've been listening to your fellow councillor there. What do you make of what you just heard? <laughs> well, look, Jar is, is certainly passionate um,
1: and as annoyed as he is about the issue in Ross with uh, the trucks, I am about the issue of housing in Innescorty. Uh, yesterday... At the County Council meeting, uh, we get a report from the Chief Executive every month on the delivery of housing uh, across the county. And I was shocked, to be quite honest about it, to discover that the largest purchase of social housing in the county, which is the Haston site in Enniscorthy, where Wexford County Council have agreed to purchase 50 houses uh, right just in the foothills of Vinegar Hill, Uh, I was shocked to discover that because of capacity issues with getting access from Irish water to the public mains water system in Anaskarty, that that development and those 50 houses uh, had been taken off the table. Now, this is a huge issue, Alan. If you can imagine, every day... Uh, and did
0: you know going into the meeting that we were off the table? No, was it, was no. It complete,
1: was it just news to you on the day? That's it. Uh, news to us. The first uh, that we learnt about it was uh, in the Chief Executive's report. And this is a really important issue because every day... Uh, my colleagues, I'm contacted by people uh, that are on the housing list looking for somewhere to live in Enniscortie. That need is is very obvious and the council, to be fair to them, had agreed to purchase these uh, houses, 50 houses. And what's important here is that uh, while those 50 houses are for social housing and for council tenants, if you put 50 families into those houses, that frees up 50 houses in the private rented market in Enniscortie as well. Mm. Now the issue here is that Irish Water have said Said that there isn't enough capacity uh, in the public water system in Enniscorthy at the moment now we know um, that there is storage capacity uh, because a couple of years ago there was a major upgrade done to the storage treatment plant in Enniscorthy, which gave us an extra 26,000 people uh, that we would have storage capacity for. Mm. For the last three years since I've been a councillor uh, during the summertime, Irish Water have shut down the water in the town uh, every night, affecting 11,000 people and now they're telling us that they don't have uh, the required capacity for the construction of new houses in Enniscorthy at the moment. Now they've been dragged kicking and screaming over the last two years uh, to bring a proposed upgrade to the water treatment plant at Vinegar Hill at a cost of £10 But what's very frustrating from my perspective as the Cairlock and Escorty is that I've been raising this issue uh, both at council meetings and directly with them uh, over the last two years. And on the 31st of May, when we in Enniscorthy experienced our most recent boil water notice, yeah. uh, the update that I was given by Irish Water was that uh, the upgrade works at the water treatment plant at Vinegar Hill uh, would be carried out in 20. 23. Hmm. Then four days later when I went back for another update on the boil water notice in Enniscordia at that time uh, on the 3rd of June I was told that I'd been kicked out to 20, 24. Now the people in Enniscordia can't afford to wait uh, an extra year, an extra two years, an extra three years uh, for the water treatment it's system. Those 50 houses it. make a big, big difference wouldn't it? a They certainly difference. would Alan. It's the largest purchase of turnkey houses by Wexford County Council uh, of any site across the entire county of Wexford. Now, it just goes to show uh, how important it is to get uh, the issue of social housing in Enniscorthy tackled and to move those 50 families into it. It's very difficult for me as a local uh, councillor representing Enniscorthy to have to tell people that unfortunately the 50 houses that were about to be bought by the council uh, now aren't going to be built or are going to be kicked down the line simply because you can't get access to the public water system there at the moment. And what's even more frustrating, Alan, is that as part of the planning permission process, uh, the developer who would have been uh, building those houses would have had to apply to Irish Water for a pre-connection agreement uh, so that uh, they could carry out their assessments and say, yes, there is capacity or no, there isn't capacity. That was all done and agreed. The pre-connection agreement was signed with Irish Water and now subsequently they've turned around to say, sorry, we just don't have capacity at the moment. Now, I'm aware that they're out repair works on leaks across the town at the moment but what really needs to be done is that the planned works at the water treatment plant at Finnegar Hill and Inclin-Haston which are Funded, the money is there, yeah. they need to be uh, prioritised and this project needs to be delivered. Why do we need to be uh, waiting an extra two years for it to be constructed? So, the
0: question, and um, we will go back to Irish Water and try and get a response on this what is the main question you're putting to Irish Water there?
1: The main question is why did they tell us on the 31st of May that the upgrade works to the water treatment plant in Fiddlereagh Hill would be completed by 2023 and then four days later come back to us and say, well, actually, no, it's going to be kicked down the road until 2024? Which is putting this housing situation on hold. It is, it. and Ascarti yeah. has the zoned land, mm-hmm. it has the sewage treatment capacity for houses to be built. Now we're being told that there's an issue with the water capacity.
0: Okay, I've just got a comment in from William, who's in the Enniscorthy area, Carl, He says, people on the radio talking about houses makes me sick listening to them. I and my family are living in a house that's riddled with black mould and damp, plus my 76-year-old father with COPD and asthma is sleeping on the couch because he can't use the stairs with his medical issues, and myself sleeping in an armchair because I can't use the stairs because I'm in severe joint pain and deteriorating muscles. I mean, especially my dad doesn't deserve it before you judge me. That comes from William and Enniscorthy. I mean, this is a huge crisis, isn't it, when you get a text like that into you it is it's an absolutely huge crisis and i'm contacted by
1: uh, people uh, affected by housing almost on a daily basis now and what i would say to that listener is that there are grants available for upgrading uh, houses for people that need ramps and lifts and so on william like contact that. you he, and if yeah. he wants to reach out to me um i'll certainly do anything i can yeah, to help you're him. easily
0: contactable aren't you? yeah. absolutely absolutely yeah. Yeah.
1: On uh, Just on another issue, Alan, because that's an issue affecting directly in the town, but yesterday for people that are wanting to build one-off houses in the countryside, uh, we approved the county development plan. I think it's very important to say that there's been a lot of uh, discussion and talk about is there going to be a ban on one-off housing in the countryside? Yes. This is a huge issue across County Wexford or rural county like what we have. The answer to that question is that there has been no changes and there won't be any changes in the planning rules for one-off houses in the countryside uh, over the next six years. And as a Finnegay councillor, I was very uh, clear that I would not support any changes to the rural one-off houses right. uh, rules planning rules in the county so that, does plan.
0: that mean they can be built
1: yes it does right. so it means that the rules that have been in place since 2014 uh, will remain in place now until 2028 Okay. So anybody who is uh, listening to the show, who's considering building maybe a house under their family's land or buying a site yeah. out in the countryside, they can now proceed in confidence that there won't be any changes to the planning rules until right. 2028.
0: Your party colleague, Councillor Kathleen Codnolan, will be linking in with me on Thursday. She too was firing in all cylinders yesterday. Could be an election coming up, is there? <laughs> but everybody, I mean, I must say, it was very informative yesterday, the meeting, and, and the passion in the room as well was palpable too. But uh, Kathleen was very strong on Temple Shannon and also uh, on the development of the town centre in Escorthy. You just want to refer to the Murphy flood site in particular. What, what do you understand? to say? Yeah,
1: the, the, the news there is that, uh, as the listeners will be aware, for 16 years that site has lain uh, vacant, which uh, has created... Uh, I would describe it as an open wound right in the heart of Enniscourty, where directly in our town centre we had a vacant site. Thankfully now um, Wexford County Council have acquired that site uh, so they now own it. Uh, there are sort of three parts to it and what's proposed there and the plans are on public display in the library and in the County Council building in Enniscorty uh, is a proposal to move the library uh, from where it is at the moment down to that site to build a large uh, new purpose-built building which would house uh, a large retail unit hopefully for the likes of a, yeah. a new shopping uh, group to join us, a retail group, um, but also to put people living back in the heart of Enniscorty town. So there's a proposal there at the moment to build uh, 18 two-bed apartments, yeah. 24 car park spaces. And what's really important for Enniscorty is to widen the road there so that once again we can have two-way traffic coming in and out of the market square.
0: Just listening to you and listening to Ger earlier this morning, I get from you that you're very committed to what you do, but you'd like things to move a lot quicker, wouldn't you? All,
1: all of my life I've worked in the private sector, and. Mm-hmm. and uh, I won't lie, it did come as a big shock to me, the pace at which things move uh, as a counsellor. And sometimes uh, I always try to be outspoken and to speak my mind. And if I see uh, something that I'm not happy with at the pace that it's moving, to call it out. And sometimes that gets me into trouble, Alan. Um, We're talking to your brother here. (laughs) (laughs) But absolutely. um, What I would say is I I am frustrated uh, when dealing with uh, levels of bureaucracy with groups like Irish Water that don't seem to be accountable to anyone. Yeah as you saw at the council meeting yesterday, Alan, uh, if a councillor has an issue, they can raise it directly with the chief executive. However, if I have an issue with Irish Water as a local councillor in Escorty, I can't raise that directly with anyone. Mm -hmm. They won't come to our council meetings. They won't address them. They say that they are available by email and phone. But sometimes, as I'm here in studio, the face-to-face contact is what's needed to get the best answers from people.
0: Thanks for joining me in studio. Your tenure as Cahirlock concludes in two weeks' time, is it? Two weeks' time, yeah. Yeah. It's been a tremendous
1: honour. I'm the first person from my family to get involved in politics, and uh, I never expected to be able to serve as the Cahirlock uh, at this stage, um, but it's a tremendous honour. I've really enjoyed it, and I want to thank the people um, who helped and support me in that position. I look forward to continuing to work uh, over the next two years as a councillor.
0: Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.